about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. I invite you to look with us in the book of Philippians chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making request for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. For God is my witness how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense, till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my chains, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I shall choose I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart, and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition but to you of salvation and that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, 
not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here is in me. Verses 1 through 30, Philippians chapter 1. Father, we thank you once again for your word. Thank you for the power, the grace, the anointing that rests upon your word. Thank you for the joy that permeates your word and the privilege that's ours to open your word every day and receive wisdom, grace, power, joy, strength, and encouragement from your voice, from your hand, and from your word. Father, more and more, help us to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your word. Help us to fall more in love with you and with your word with every passing day. We thank you. and We praise you for your precious word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Rick Robertson. Rick is going to lead us in a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the pastors around this world that faithfully serve you. God, we pray that you would strengthen them, that they would not become weary in well-doing, that you would uh, encourage them and bring people alongside them who will uh, benefit them and who will uh, edify them and not tear them down. We thank you for uh, their service uh, to to uh, congregants all around the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. At this time, I want to invite you to pray along with us as we pray specifically for those so many that have been affected by the storms that have taken place, the hurricanes that have uh, hit the East Coast and Florida and other parts of the U.S., would you, as I lead us in prayer, would you pray with uh, these same communities and people as well? Father, thank you for your sovereignty over Florida, over just all the states along the East Coast that have been affected so heavily by the hurricane. And thank you for your sovereignty over all those communities. Father, send forth many laborers into those communities. In Jesus' name, people that, come, that will come in both to share the gospel, to share the love of Christ, to be able to come and help in whatever ways help is needed, Lord, help the church to rise up and be the church you'd have us to be and do. And help all of us to prayerfully look at and, and find out ways we all can help with our prayers, with our finances, and some to physically up and go out there to help. But, Lord, let the church rise up big to do the work you would have us to do in Jesus' name. And, Father, flood those communities with your mercy, your grace, and your loving kindness. Supply needs in a way that you'll be glorified, Lord. Bless people and, uh, Lord, just whatever the, the biggest challenges are as it relates to the aftermath, Lord, let them be abundantly met in such a way that people will know that it was your hand that did it. Bless mightily, Lord. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. We continue today reading through the Word of God as we continue now in the Old Testament in the book of Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 14. Picking up at verse 33. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I give you as a possession, and I put the leprous plague in a house in the land of your possession, and he who owns the house comes and tells the priest, saying, It seems to me that there is some plague in the house. Then the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priests go into it, to examine the plague, that all that is in the house may be made unclean. And afterward the priest shall go in to examine the house. 
and he shall examine the plague, and indeed, if the plague is on the walls of the house with ingrained streaks, greenish or reddish, which appear to be deep in the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. And the priest shall come again on the seventh day and look, and indeed, if the plague has spread on the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take away the stones in which is the plague, and they shall cast them into an unclean place outside the city. And he shall cause the house to be scraped inside all around, and the dust that they scrape off they shall pour out in an unclean place outside the city. Then they shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other mortar and plaster the house. Now if the plague comes back and breaks out in the house, afterward, excuse me, after he has taken away the stones, after he has scraped the house, and after it is plastered, then the priest shall come and look. And indeed, if the plague has spread in the house, it is an act of leprosy in the house. It is unclean. And he shall break down the house, its stones, its timbers, its timber, and all the plaster of the house, and he shall carry them outside the city to an unclean place. Moreover, he who goes into the house at all, while it is shut up, shall be unclean until evening. And if and he who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes, and he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. But if the priest comes in and examines it, and indeed the plague has not spread in the house after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed. And he shall take, excuse me, and he shall take to cleanse the house two birds cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. Then he shall kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water, and he shall take the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and in the running water, and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall clean the house with the blood of the bird and the running water, and the living bird, with the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet. Then he shall let the living bird loose outside the city in the open field and make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for any leprous sore and scale, for the leprosy of a garment and of a house, for a swelling and a scab and a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. Leviticus chapter 15. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When any man has a discharge from his body, his discharge is unclean, and this shall be his uncleanness in regard to his discharge, whether his body runs with his discharge or his body is stopped up by his discharge, it is his uncleanness. Every bed is unclean on which he who has the discharge lies, and everything on which he sits shall be unclean. 
And whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. He who sits on anything on which he who has the discharge shall, excuse me, he who sits on anything on which he who has the discharge sat shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And he who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If he who has the discharge spits on him who is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Any saddle on which he who has the discharge rides shall be unclean. Whoever touches anything that was under him shall be unclean until evening. He who carries any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whomever the one who has the discharge touches and has not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. The vessel of earth that he who has the discharge touch, touches shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count for himself seven days for his cleansing, wash his clothes, and bathe his body in running water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and give them to the priest. Then the priest shall offer them, the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. Verses 1 through 14, Leviticus chapter 15. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be back. Thou art with me. 
I ride and I stare. They comfort me when I'm beat down, broken. Hold my heart when it's split wide open. Turn these eyes to my soul protector and break the will of this born defector. Cause all I know, all I know is you're my only home. Music of Toby Mac with. I just need you. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now the book of Leviticus chapter 15, beginning at verse 13. And when he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count for himself seven days for his cleansing, wash his clothes, and bathe his body in running water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day, he shall take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and give them to the priest. Then the priest shall offer them the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord because of his discharge. If any man has an emission of semen, then he shall wash all his body in water and be unclean until evening. And any garment and any leather on which there is semen, it shall be washed with water and be unclean until evening. Also, when a woman lies with a man and there is, in, and there is an emission of semen, they shall bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If a woman has a discharge and the discharge from her body is blood, she shall be set apart seven days, and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything that she lies on during her impurity shall be unclean. Also everything that she sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whoever touches anything that she sat on shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If anything is on her bed or on anything on which she sits, when she touches it, he shall be unclean until evening. And if any man lies with her at all, so that her impurity is on him, he shall be unclean seven days, and every bed on which he lies shall be unclean. If a woman has a discharge of blood for many days, other than at the times of her customary impurity, or if it runs, be or if it runs beyond her usual time of impurity, all the days of her unclean discharge shall be as the days of her customary impurity. She shall be unclean. Every bed on which she lies, all the days of her discharge shall be to her as the bed of her impurity, and whatever she sits on shall be unclean, as the uncleanness of her impurity. Whoever touches those things shall be unclean. He shall wash his clothes and bathe in water, and be unclean until evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she shall count for herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. And on the eighth day she shall take for herself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest 
to the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then the priest shall offer the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her before the Lord for the discharge of her uncleanness. Thus you shall separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, lest they die in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law for one who has a discharge and for him who emits semen and is unclean thereby. And for her who is indisposed because of her customary impurity and for one who has a discharge, either man or woman, and for him who lies with her who is unclean. Leviticus chapter 16. Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they offered profane fire before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at just any time into the holy place inside the veil, before the mercy seat which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in the cloud above the mercy seat. Thus Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering and of a ram as a burnt offering. He shall put the holy linen tunic and the linen trousers on his body. He shall be girded with a linen sash and with the linen turban he shall be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore he shall wash his body in water and put them on. And he shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two kinds of the goats, as two kinds, excuse me, two kids of the goats as a sin offering, and one ram as a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the, lo one lot for the Lord, and the other lot is, excuse me, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat on which the Lord's lot fell and offer it as a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell to be the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it and to let it go as the scapegoat into the wilderness." And Aaron shall bring the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull as the sin offering, which is for himself. Then he shall take a censer full of burning coals of fire from the altar before the Lord, with his hands full of sweet incense, beaten fine, and bring it inside the veil. And he shall put the censer on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the testimony, lest he die. He shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east side. And before the mercy seat, 
he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering, which is for the people, bring its blood inside the veil, do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat. And sprinkle it on the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. So he shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions for all their sins. And so he shall do for the tabernacle of meeting, which remains among them in the midst of their uncleanness. There shall be no man in the tabernacle of meeting when he goes in to make atonement in the holy place until he comes out that he may make atonement for himself, for his household, and for all the assembly of Israel. And he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it, and shall take some of the blood of the bull and some of the blood of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar all around. Then he shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his finger seven times, cleanse it, and consecrate it from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. And when he has made an end of atoning for the holy place, the tabernacle of meeting, and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat, confess over it all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions concerning all their sins, putting them on the head of the goat and shall send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a suitable man. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to an uninhabited land and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. Then Aaron shall come into the tabernacle of meeting, shall take off the linen garments, which he put on when he went into the holy place, and shall leave them there. And he shall wash his body with water in a holy place, put on his garments, come out and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people, and make atonement for himself and for the people. The fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar, and he who released the goat as the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterward he may come into the camp. The bull of the sin offering and the goat from the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp, and they shall burn in the fire their skins their flesh and their offal then he who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water and afterward he may come into the camp this shall be a statute forever for you in the seventh month on the tenth day of the month you shall afflict your souls and do no work at all whether a native of you whether a native of your own country or a stranger who dwells among you. For on that day the priests shall make atonement for you to cleanse you that you may be clean from all your sins 
before the Lord. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, and you shall afflict your souls. It is a statute forever. And the priest who is anointed and consecrated to minister as priest in his father's place shall make atonement and put on the linen clothes the whole and put on the linen clothes the holy garments then he shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary and he shall make atonement for the tabernacle of meeting and for the altar and he shall make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly this shall be an everlasting statute for you to make atonement for the children of Israel for all their sins once a year and he did as the lord commanded moses leviticus chapter 17 and the lord spoke to moses saying speak to aaron to his sons and to all the children of israel and say to them this is the thing which the lord has commanded saying whatever man of the house of israel who kills an ox or lamb or goat in the camp or who kills it outside the camp and does not bring it to the door of the tabernacle of meeting to offer an offering to the lord before the tabernacle of the lord the guilt of bloodshed shall be imputed to that man he has shed blood and that man shall be cut off from among his people to the end that the children of israel may bring their sacrifices which they offer in the open field that they may bring them to the lord at the door of the tabernacle of meeting to the priest and offer them as peace offerings to the lord and the priest shall sprinkle the blood on the altar of the lord at the door of the tabernacle of meeting and burn the fat for a sweet aroma to the lord they shall no more offer their sacrifices to demons after whom they have played the harlot this shall be a statute forever for them throughout throughout their generations also you shall say to them whatever man of the house of israel or of the strangers who dwell among you who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the house of the tabernacle of meeting to offer it to the lord that man shall be cut off from among his people and whatever man of the house of israel or of the strangers who dwell among you who eats any blood i will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people for the life of the flesh is in the blood and i have given it to you verses 1 through 10 Leviticus chapter 17 you're listening to the hour of intercessions we continue reading through the word of God we'll be right back Through the heavens 
music of Amanda Lindsay Cook, the song simply entitled Still. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the New Testament, the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 12, beginning at verse 28. Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment, and the second, like it, is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So the scribe said to him, Well said, teacher, you have spoken the truth, for there is one God, and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbors as oneself, is more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. But after that, no one dared question him. Then Jesus answered and said, while he taught in the temple, How is it that the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? For David himself said by the Holy Spirit, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore David himself calls him Lord. How is it he then his son? Excuse me, how is he then his son? And the common people heard him gladly. Then he said to them in his teaching, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best place and the best places at feasts, who devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury, and many people who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrans. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the, who have given to the treasury for they all put in out of their abundance but she out of her poverty put in all that she had her whole livelihood mark chapter 13 then as he went out of the temple one of his disciples said to him teacher see what manner of stones and what buildings are here And Jesus answered and said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will all these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things will be fulfilled? And Jesus answering them, 
began to say, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will deceive many. But when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled, for such things must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places, and there will be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. But watch out for yourselves, for they will deliver you up to councils, and will, and you will be beaten in the synagogue. You will be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations, but when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given you in that hour, speak that, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Now brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. So when you see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down into the house, nor enter to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter. For in those days there will be tribulation such as, excuse me, such as has not been since the beginning of the creation which God created until this time, nor ever shall be. And unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he chose, he shortened the days. Then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Christ, or look, here, or look, he is there, do not believe it. For false Christ's and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. But take heed. See, I have told you all these things beforehand. But in those days, after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars of heaven will fall, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send his angels and gather together his elect from the four winds from the farthest part of earth to the farthest part of heaven. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branches, excuse me, when its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, 
This generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Take heed, watch and pray, for you do not know when the time is. It, excuse me, it is like a man going to a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to teach, excuse me, and to each his work and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping, and what I say to you, I say to all, watch. Verses 1 through 37, Mark chapter 13. Father, we thank you once again for your word, the precious power, the grace that's on your, on your word. Thank you for the powerful weapon your word is. Father, you told us in Ephesians chapter 6 that the word of God, amongst other things, is the sword of the Spirit. What a privilege it is, what a blessing it is for us to be able to take your word and to spend time with you one-on-one -on -one as you speak words of wisdom, counsel, and life to us through your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to spend time reading and meditating on your word every single day. Thank you for the opportunity we have as parents of having our children to read your word out loud each and every day. Father, with every passing day, more and more, help us to be faithful hearers and doers of your word. Help us to grow in our understanding of the fact that your word is the key to all of life. It's the key to everything. And our job is to read and meditate on your word and to walk in its clear guidance, counsel, and wisdom every single day. What a blessing, what a privilege it is for us to be in your word every single day. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you happen to be listening today and you have never accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a wonderful day, a great day to make that step and ask Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer and fully commit your heart and your life to the Lord as we pray? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a very long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come afresh into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person that you would have me to be. In the Bible, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today, this day, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me, fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you, to listen to your word continually and be an obedient servant all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. We'd like to communicate with you. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Simply email us. Let us know that you prayed and gave your life to Christ and that you'd like to receive the literature. We're glad to share with you. It's a privilege and an honor to do so. Also to all of our listeners on an ongoing basis, we continue to remind you that we're asking you, please email us to get some of the evangelism and discipleship tools, tools of which you can use online or you can make hard copies of them and be able to use them outside of your computer as well. But remember, we're co-workers working together to share the gospel, working together to help make disciples, working together to build the kingdom of God. Hope that you do that. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, again, that's joseph at afr.net. Thanks for listening. As always, it's a privilege and an honor to have you listening. And again, if you're not reading three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day to start that very valuable habit. And parents, if your children aren't reading God's Word out loud to you every day today, this is a great day for you to start that habit in your home to bless your children in a greater way with the Word of God again. Having them again read three chapters out loud to you daily. Hope you'll start that habit today. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.